0: Good morning, welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Tuesday, the 24th of November. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with taxation and the big instant asset write-off announcement back in the budget from last month, October, excluded corporates with affiliates offshore which brought the revenue, the aggregate global revenue up above five billion. So that included companies such as Boeing, which with large operations in Australia, its largest operations outside of the US are in Australia, through to even companies such as Boral, which is quintessentially Australian, yet it has a large windows disaster of business in the US that brought its revenue up over five billion, therefore it was excluded. So there was a lot of lobbying from the corporate Australia about this provision, and the government's responded by allowing businesses with Australian operations with revenues of less than five billion to participate. So it means companies such as Woolworths will not be allowed, but those such as the Asahi-owned Carlton United Breweries, Boral, for example, even Coca-Cola Amatil will be able to now participate and that will mean that they can instantly write off capital investments between now and June 2022 so that doesn't include property real estate but anything else basically there hasn't been any significant announcements going by the AFR today but that will hopefully mean that there's more sort of business investment going forward and not just the the small business owners buying luxury cars as part of this program Moving to some research from JP Morgan, New York. They've done an analysis about balanced mutual funds. So these are the classic 60-40 mutual funds that have done extremely well this year, obviously with record equity market performance and bonds doing well as well. They've really performed strongly, but because equities have obviously grown in value much quicker than bonds that there's going to have to be a big rebalance according to JP Morgan. So these 6040 funds have about $7 trillion under, under management globally. And that would mean to sort of rebalance based on the sort of strong performance of equities this calendar year, they in total would need to sell $160 billion of equity to get back to that 60-40 allocation balance by the end of November or the end of December at the latest. But if the equity market keeps rallying, particularly after all these positive vaccine announcements, that would mean there could be an additional $150 of equity selling into the end of December, as a lot of pension funds, for example, tend to rebalance on a quarterly basis. So something to look out for there. Moving to domestic airlines, and IBIS World has issued a report showing that they expect Virgin Australia's domestic market share to shrink from its 29.3% this year down to just 21.6% by mid next year. And at the same time, Qantas will gain market share in the domestic market up from 60% to 65%. So that's basically two thirds of the entire domestic market will be dominated by Qantas. And this is largely due to Virgin's extreme downsizing. So, you know, they're cutting the workforce hugely down to just 6,000 employees and the aircraft count down to 57 exclusively 737s. Comparing that to Qantas Jetstar, they'll have. 20,000 employees and over 150 aircraft. Obviously, they will eventually have larger international operations, but that's still, you know, tri- triple the fleet size of Virgin's new fleet. In addition, this report mentions that domestic travel should accelerate in 2021, lifting revenue 51.4% on this year to 9.9 9 billion Australian dollars. And that will obviously be partly due to the fact people can't travel overseas probably not till at least late next calendar year. In addition to this, they mentioned that the new positioning in the market of Virgin, you know, below Qantas but above Jetstar, may actually benefit them in terms of the sort of the new demands for business travellers, where they'll probably be travelling less and when they do travel, want to get a better deal for business travel. So it could, you know, as they mentioned, provide an opportunity for Virgin to attract customers that are willing to pay for the premium services offered by Qantas. Virgin will still operate lounges and those sorts of things attractive to business travelers, although only in some of the major capital city airports. But Virgin, you know, Jane Hadlica has mentioned that she wants roughly a third of the Australian market to be hers. So not looking that likely according to this report. Moving to the markets now and an hour before the US open, the S&P is looking up about 80 bips, with the Russell up about 60. The Australian dollars stronger. That's mostly on the back of greenback weakness. Now that's at about 73.2 US cents. Oil's also up 1% largely due to the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine announcement where it had a, a higher than expected level of efficacy, particularly on a single full dose and a half dose dosage configuration. That's your update for Tuesday. Have a great day.